The scripture is from the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verses 19 through 22. So the two of them went on until they came to Bethlehem. When they came to Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. And the woman said, Is this Naomi? And she said to them, Call me no longer Naomi, call me Mara. For the Almighty has dealt bitterly with me. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi? When the Lord has dealt harshly with me, and the Almighty has brought calamity upon me. So Naomi returned together with Ruth the Moabite, her daughter-in-law, who came back with her from the country of Moab. They came to Bethlehem at the beginning of the barley harvest. The word of God for the people of God. once in a while, my earring does not appreciate my microphone. For this sermon series, we are hearing monologues from Ruth and Naomi and Boaz. These monologues are based off of writings of Dean Anderson, and today we hear from Naomi. Will you pray with me? Holy God, send your spirit upon us, that as your scripture has been read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what it is you have to say to us this day. Amen. It's awkward when a name doesn't fit a person, isn't it? I mean, have you ever seen an ugly baby? There are ugly babies. <laughs> and then you find out that that baby's name is Beauty or Belle. And you have to keep a straight face while you say, what a perfect name. <laughs> it's not always easy. I know what it's like to not have a name fit. My name is Naomi, and I will tell you how my name came to be so very wrong. But first, I'll tell you about some other important names in my life. You should also know that I lived thousands of years ago in the years after Joshua brought God's people out of Egypt to the land of our father, Abraham. My husband's name was Elimelech, which means God is king. And it was a very fitting name because in that time, we as a people had no king except for God. Except that some people did not recognize God and did not recognize God's law and they lived in a way that was right in their own eyes. Many were morally blind. 
but Elimelech was a good man. We lived in Bethlehem, a city that at the time seemed misnamed. You see, Bethlehem means house of bread. But it was a time of the famine and there was no bread to be found. The barren fields, the hunger, drove us from our home. And we ended up in the foreign land of Moab, where there was food and work. We took our two sons, Malon and Killian. Now, my son's names proved unfortunate. And over the years, I've wondered whether some of the grief that we experienced was because we named our sons too well. I know that sounds silly. I know that it sounds irrational, but sometimes I just believe it to be true. You see, we named Malon our first. Malon. Because that means crown. And we thought he would be our crowning joy. And then we had Killian who also means finish, because he, we thought he would complete our family. But there were also other meanings to their names, darker meanings that I didn't pay attention to at the time, and maybe I should have. Both Malon and Killian can also mean weak or ill. And truthfully, as children, I didn't think anything of that. But you can bet your bottom dollar that his playmates, that both of their playmates, knew the other meaning and teased them because of them. My life changed so greatly in Moab. First, my husband passed away. But my sons grew up there and began to work, and, and they were farmers like their father. And in Moab, they were both married. Now, that was hard for me at first because I really had, was holding out hope that they would marry someone from our people. But they found such good wives in Orpha and Ruth. And we made do, the five of us. But eventually, Malon and Killian's names caught up to them. I think it was the hard labor, all of the toil, so far from our home. They were aged beyond their years. They became weak, not, not in mind or in spirit, but in body. And they died as my husband died all in a foreign land. So there we were, three widows alone. But then there came good news from my homeland. The Lord had visited my land with bounty. There was rain again. The famine had ended. And I knew I had to go back home. 
When I told Orpha and Ruth, they said they would go back with me. And so we packed and we started on the road. At some point, I, I realized that this just seemed wrong. It seemed selfish taking these girls away from the home, their home, the only home that they had ever known. And I said, Orpha, Ruth, this isn't right. You should go back to your own homes. I can't promise there will be anything for you in my homeland. I, I can't promise that there will be any work. But they still insisted that they go with me. So I had to be blunt. I said, listen, I am not able to bear any more sons that can become your husbands. And even if I married again and there was like an Abraham and Sarah miracle, there is no way that you could wait to marry those sons. You would be my age by then. When I put it that way, they didn't seem to know whether to laugh or cry. But then Orpha did cry. She said I was right. And she said that though she would miss me, she would go home to her family. I said I would miss her, and she left. But Ruth, <laughs> Ruth, would not leave. I told her to go, but she wouldn't. And then she spoke some words to me that I will never forget. Don't ask me to leave again. I will never leave you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I stay. Your people will be my people. Your God, my God. I will die where you die, and I will be buried where you are buried. May God punish me if I ever let anything separate us. I looked in her eyes, and I knew she meant every word. Because Ruth, like so few people these days, actually lived up to her name. Ruth means friend. So Ruth returned with me to Bethlehem. Now I had left Bethlehem with a husband, with sons, with land, and with a little money. Back then, I had my youth, my beauty. I said before how I hate it when a name doesn't fit. When I turned to return to Bethlehem, I heard people whispering to each other, is that Naomi? I could tell that even my kinsmen didn't know me. You see, Naomi means lovely. My name might have fit at one time, but it did not anymore. I said, call me Mara, which means bitter, because God has dealt bitterly with me. I had lost everything I once had. I felt that God had taken it all away. Maybe some of you have felt that way. 
I did have Ruth. And it was the time of harvest. And though almost every part of me felt hopeless, there was still this, this little seed, a little promise of hope. That, that maybe, just maybe, just as God had made my land barren and then had made it fruitful again, maybe there was a chance he would restore my name. I pray these are the words of God for the people of God.